0: This hour brought to you by GCNLife.com. Live younger, look younger, feel younger. At GCNLife.com. All right, here's what we've about. Mr. Gorbachev
2: listening to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com, and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris.
1: All right, hello, everybody. Welcome to the broadcast. I know that many of you were snowed in around the country, and I've been just taking a look at... uh, This is not just kind of a pretty epic snowstorm that's blanketed the... Country, But also some of the temperatures Uh, many cities in the north are here in the Midwest, uh, you know areas like Chicago areas up uh, Minneapolis uh, going up even to the northeast a lot of areas in addition to this snow are also hit with single digits in some cases wind chills below zero so uh, quite uh, an epic weekend here. Uh, Even chilly here in Florida, I uh, asked my, (laughs) should I say it, Uh, Alexa, how cold will it get tonight? Let's see what she says. All right, she's not uh, cooperating. I asked her earlier, and she said it's going to be 37 degrees tonight here in Florida. So that's pretty cold for us here in Florida. I'm, I'm in the northern part of Florida about two hours north driving, and I'm in Georgia. So I'm not Miami. People kind of lump all of Florida into, like, Miami. Everybody I tell I live in Florida, they're like, oh, Miami must be nice. Well, it's not all Miami. I am uh, near St. Augustine, Florida, near Jacksonville, Florida. And it actually does get about 10 degrees cooler here um, than it does, let's say, an hour, hour and a half drive south. So we're sort of on that climatological line So we get a little bit of colder weather here, but it's going to be 37 tonight here in Florida. So I will be bundled up tonight. We even My wife and I last week even broke out the heated blanket. (laughs) I I say this to sort of antagonize my friends around the country that are in the below zero weather. Um, You know, uh, I, I went to martial arts on Thursday morning and I took a picture on my dashboard of my Jeep. And it was, I think it was like, 37 or 38 degrees which was you know kind of impressive you know florida 38 degrees so i took a picture in my driveway of the dashboard while i was getting my jeep started and then by the time i got to the martial arts school, about 25 minutes later, it was already like almost 50 degrees. And then when I got out, it was like 62 degrees. So it was sort of a little bit of a scam. You know, it's cold for just a little while, but but not uh, terribly cold. Tonight, a great show lined up for you. This is not a weather broadcast. We talk about money, politics, prophecy, survival, conspiracies, UFOs, and everything in between that is in the news. Tonight in hour number two, we have a special guest with us tonight, Uh, This is going to be a different kind of an interview. Mark Elfstrand is here in hour number two, and Mark has been a friend of mine, I think 20, 25 years. I've been appearing as a guest on his various radio shows that he has hosted all around the country. Tonight, we turn the tables and he's going to be my guest. For the entire hour, hour number two, we'll talk about Christian radio. We'll talk about radio in general, all the things happening in radio. Michael Savage uh, lost a bunch of radio stations. He's now, uh, I guess, one hour on radio and one hour on a podcast. Laura Ingram, she's no longer on radio, but she has a podcast. So A lot of things are happening in the world of radio, also in Christian radio And also, Mark uh, is just one of those guys, a really wise man, who's lived uh, a life with lots of challenges, and he'll be with us tonight to share with you what's on his heart, and uh, really a man of God that uh, I'm I'm convinced is going to have some great nuggets for us tonight in hour number two. Next week, the big guests keep coming because Cheryl Atkinson is here. She has a new book out about fake news. She also is suing the United States government over them spying on her and her trial and all this is coming up like at the end of this month. So she'll be with us right before that trial and we'll be able to talk with her. Of course, many of you know Cheryl Atkinson from her appearances frequently on Fox News. She was with CBS News as a reporter before that. And all of this happened to her when she started investigating and breaking news on the the Fast and Furious scandal when Obama was president, and it's her allegation in her lawsuit that they began to spy on her, tap her computers, and everything else uh, to find out what information that she had as she was blowing the lid off the Fast and Furious story. So we'll get into all of that next week with Cheryl Atkinson. Hey, if you want to help us out, a couple of things you can do, um, and and they won't really cost you anything. Number one. Is if you've bought one of my books over the years, and most of you have bought several of my books, you can find me over at Amazon.com. James L. Paris is my author name, James L. Paris. Um, go in there and write a review for me <laughs> if you like my books. Um, it is a weird thing because I have haters out there, and I was just reading reviews before I went on the show tonight and uh, one of my books that has just gone to bestseller status as of about two months ago, it's called Credit Scoring Secrets. And um, these haters, these are people from back in the day when I exposed that big Ponzi scheme, Profitable Sunrise. There are other people that don't like me for other reasons. But in any case, uh, noticed a couple of people recently just went in and slammed my book one star. Terrible book, don't buy it, don't waste your money, this kind of thing. And I and I know that's not legitimate because this is a book that has almost a 100 reviews, like a 4.2 star rating out of five, and these are just haters. So if, if you like what I'm doing and you've bought some of my books, help me out by writing a review. The second thing is we have this really cool arrangement with some of these survival gear providers where they are giving away survival gear these are promotions samples all that sort of thing but we get paid when you go in there and grab a survival gear freebie it's a cool thing so it's free for you you just pay your own shipping and you could pick up some of these are really cool items like multi-tools um like a like a credit card size knife that you can keep in your wallet Um, there's some free DVDs, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, I've gotten most of it myself over the years and, uh, you may not like all of the items, but there's like 18 different items you can get for free. You just pay your own shipping and they actually give us a little bit of money every time they get someone that, you know, logs in and takes a freebie. So it's a win-win for everybody. The website is free survival gifts.com. Dot com just go there free survivalgifts.com. grab yourself one or more free survival items and that helps us and you get some free survival gear, which is cool. free survivalgifts.com. It's got an S at the end of it, so make sure you have uh, gifts, not gift free survival gifts. Com. All right, so let's get into all the news. There is a lot to talk about. I'm going to try to squeeze it all in this hour. Here's a little bit of a preview before the break. Okay, tonight we're going to talk about uh, Nancy Pelosi. She said no to Trump's offer even before he delivered a speech. It's my understanding that even before he delivered the speech, the answer was no. Um, also, Alex Jones, who is also on this radio network, who I've never met, I don't know him, I listen to his show quite a bit, he had some bombshell revelations that he revealed on his radio show towards the end of this week, we're going to get into that, it's all connected to the Mueller investigation, and it's it's stuff that you would not hear anywhere else, but unless you listen to Alex Jones... Or you listen to me, because I'm going to get into some of that tonight as well. We're also going to uh, talk about the fake news explosion, this Buzzfeed story that turned out to be untrue, but everybody ran with it. We'll get into that, and also all of the seismic activity happening around the world. Is there a major earthquake? Uh, earthquake coming? All of that tonight, and more. We'll be back.
0: Marijuana has unleashed a green gold rush across our nation. It's creating $10.8 billion in new wealth a year. And every day, it's transforming more and more Americans into millionaires. In an historic event, former Speaker of the House John Boehner reveals how you could become one of them. Join him online for the American Cannabis Summit. Attendance is 100% free, but space is limited. To secure your spot, text JOIN to 76280. This event is the first of its kind ever. John Boehner and an esteemed panel will reveal which cannabis stocks are primed to deliver life-changing windfalls in the weeks and months ahead. Plus, they will show you how to become a cannabis angel investor, backing the hottest startups before they potentially become worth billions of dollars. To join American Cannabis Summit, text JOIN to 76280. Attendance is free. Text JOIN to 76280. Text JOIN to 76280.
2: hotline now. 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. This is George Dory from Coast to Coast AM and History Channel's Ancient Aliens. We support the amazing energy, nutrition, and skincare products from Jeunesse. Jeunesse products are designed by leading doctors in their field with natural ingredients and even stem cell technology. These products help your body perform and look better. Shop Jeunesse at GCNLife.com or call one 844 44436637 gcnlife.com or 844 443 6637 You're listening to Jim Paris Live.
1: All right, a couple of program notes here before we get into the news tonight. I got an email This afternoon from Doug Papa, if you remember Doug Papa, the writer for the Baltimore Post Examiner, former criminal investigator, he is uh, knee deep in this whole Las Vegas shooting investigation. He told me that uh, there's going to be a major, huge bombshell story coming from him in the next couple of days, exposing a lot of stuff that people don't want. Out There and it's involving the Las Vegas Police Department as well and it sounds pretty amazing if it lives up to the billing so uh, go follow Doug Papa his blog over at Baltimore post post examiner Baltimore post examiner um, you can subscribe there you know by way of RSS feed and get notifications when he does post that new article also we will be here for you on Super Bowl Sunday. So don't worry, if you're someone that is boycotting the NFL like me, you will have something to do. Listen to Jim Paris live. We will be here, and I'm really excited about that show because we're going to be interviewing an individual. uh, Her name is uh, Lisa PC, and she has a book out on the RFK, the Robert Kennedy Assassination. And I've uh, really been looking forward to this interview. It's we don't give it as much attention as JFK, but it it was certainly just as tragic, and certainly part of that trilogy of of the three tragedies, right? That all happened in the nineteen sixties that we all remember: uh, JFK, MLK, RFK. Um, so those are, uh, I think, e- all three equally important stories in history and I want to spend more time we did a show recently on the MLK assassination we're gonna do another one I believe we have one in the works But we're gonna also uh, look into the RFK assassination and did Sirhan Sirhan act alone or, or was it a conspiracy a lot of questions still unanswered about the RFK assassination okay so if you haven't been following the news here's what happened Trump did a big speech yesterday, and the gist of it was he he's willing to trade the DACA protection, that's the DREAMers, to protect the DREAMers for, I believe it's a three-year deal that would protect the DREAMers for three years in exchange for wall funding. And not only has he extended the protection for DACA, he's also... Um, made it clear that he only wants the wall in strategic areas. So he's not asking for support for a wall from like coast to coast. He's looking uh, to put a wall in, in strategic areas because there are certainly areas where you don't need a wall, where you've got natural barriers like mountains and and rivers, things like that, where you don't need a wall. You also have areas that already have a wall. So he's, he's sort of re he's, he's lowering his ask Down and trying to to sort of put a deal together and he's trying to um really meet the democrats more than halfway and literally no kidding the news uh yesterday uh, it was reported that even before his speech pelosi said no even before the speech apparently the word leaked out what he was going to say and the answer was no And I'm starting to wonder if the media is going to begin to turn against Nancy Pelosi. And is it possible that her following, um, you know, the Democrats in the House, that especially the moderates, might start defecting from this sort of hardline leftist position that we're not going to even give one dollar to the wall, It'll be interesting to see what happens this week. I think the media is under a new burden to try to be fair <laughs> after what happened with this BuzzFeed story that they all ran with. It was, just, I mean, all of them, especially CNN, of course, but uh, the story was reported, if you missed it, that apparently this was the story by BuzzFeed that that the president uh, told Michael Cohen his lawyer to lie in his congressional testimony as it pertained to a Trump Tower in Russia that the president was suborning perjury as it is known and that is a felony and therefore Trump should be impeached on and on and on and um, many of the media reports like at CNN they kept saying if true if true if true but nonetheless they ran with this story the entire day until around, I think it was about 8 p.m. Eastern, it came out that the special counsel spokesperson, which has not made any comment about the facts of the case until this particular moment, they came out, it was about 8 p.m., and said it's not true what BuzzFeed is reporting and so <laughs> anderson cooper who was all lined up to bring on the buzzfeed reporters and continue to to push this story this narrative they they wouldn't they didn't appear it was like a last minute one minute notice cancellation they didn't come on and then we saw the media eating crow uh and they have literally now branded themselves as fake news as much as they have this righteous indignation about Trump making reference to fake news. They have literally now owned it. They have branded themselves as fake news as they all ran with this story without having any source of it other than one news outlet that did not disclose its sources or provide any evidence or documentation to back up its claim that the president Suborn perjury by telling his attorney to lie to Congress so that was another big story So we've now got the media. Maybe maybe they're gonna try to be fair (laughs) Now that they've done now that they've stepped in it Maybe this week they're gonna try to be a little bit more fair and balanced and maybe go after Nancy Pelosi a little bit here because It looks like there is no negotiation here. It is either Nancy Pelosi Uh, wants Trump to sign the the current legislation which provides uh, just a pittance of money for the wall, or nothing. And we are now, believe it or not, day 30 of the government shutdown, which makes it the longest government shutdown by, I believe, eight days now. So we're now into new uncharted territory. And I think... I heard them saying today that on Tuesday, there would be another government check missed. And here's where the real big drama is is sort of heating up right now, which is the State of the Union address is supposed to be delivered a week from Tuesday. That's January the 29th. And as it stands right now, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, has disinvited The president of the United States to deliver the State of the Union Wow we don't know what's gonna happen some speculate that Trump will sign an emergency order to get the money for the wall and then go along and sign this spending bill and sort of end the whole thing anticlimactically or it just continues on and we're just in uncharted territory no one knows what's going to happen All right. after this break earthquakes around the world and a pastor who had his church by a 1.8 million dollar home that and more we'll be back
0: hi I'm Dan Pilla I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house I sued the IRS and won
1: I beat the IRS then and I've been beating them ever since
0: S.A. Radio News with Wendy King.
2: Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell is expected to bring a bill to the floor this week to reopen the government. Vice President Mike Pence was asked... Do you have the seven Senate Democrats that you're going to need to break the filibuster? Well, yes uh, or no? As the president often says, we'll see. He was speaking on Fox News Sunday. It was disappointing to see Speaker Pelosi reject uh, the offer before the president gave his speech. I mean, look... Uh, <laughs> The president is offering a solution, and what we have from Democratic leadership so far is just sound bites. Democratic leader Chuck Schumer says what the president is doing is akin to hostage-taking. 800,000 federal workers have been held hostage. They're being used as pawns. And if I don't get my way, I'm not going to pay these folks. That's a very bad, cruel
0: thing to do.
2: You're listening to USA Radio News. 800-965-1290, 800-965-1290.
1: Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 215
2: 41 one 800 215 5141 That's 800-215-5141. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back because you don't. You are listening to Jim Paris Live.
1: All right. I want to make sure I say this right. It is called the Super Blood Wolf Moon Eclipse. Let me say that again. The Super Blood Wolf Moon Eclipse. The only thing they could do there to make that sound better would be to add duper. Like the Super Duper Blood Wolf Moon Eclipse. (laughs) What in the world are we talking about? This is going to happen tonight. Um it's so I I guess uh in about 2 hours from now maybe a little bit past maybe 2 hours and 10 minutes from now for those that are listening live if you go outside and there's a lot on the internet about this I'm not one of the I've got to tell I've got a telescope I'll tell you that but <laughs> that's about the limit of my expertise on this kind of thing so supposedly what's going to happen is There's a super moon, which means that the moon is really close to the earth compared to its normal position. It's going to look really large. So that's the super moon. It's called a wolf moon because of the time of the year that it is. Don't ask me why. Maybe there's going to be werewolves (laughs) because of this uh, event. That could be also why. But then what we have is A lunar eclipse. So what this means is you will see the shadow uh, of the earth going across the moon, if I understand that correctly. And this will take like, I guess, a couple of hours, but they're really drumming this into a really big deal online. Now, what's interesting is a lot of times when these things happen, Christians have sort of a a narrative to go along with this. Like there was the book out a couple of years ago. I think we had the author on, like there was going to be four of four blood moons. And this was going to mean something as far as the return of Christ. And they were making reference to a verse in the book of Joel about uh, the moon becoming red. Um, Oh, by the way, so the moon will be red also. So that's part of this too, that it's going to be, it's going to be a blood, That's what blood is, the red, which is sort of an effect that happens from the atmosphere. But in any case, it's supposed to be a pretty cool thing to see. And I might just step out in the freezing, chilly weather and take a look at this. And I might get my telescope out. I've got a nice telescope on my back deck that I pull out maybe once every five years. (laughs) and dust it off and take a look at what's going on. But uh, this might be uh, one to take some pictures of if you've got a camera. Anytime I've ever tried to take pictures of the moon, I just get like this white. It looks like a flash, like a flash bulb went off in my lens. So I've got a really expensive camera, two of them actually. I don't know how to use them. So there's probably some setting There's probably a super blood wolf moon eclipse setting somewhere (laughs) in all those hundreds of settings that I could set on that camera. I could click it over to that and it would take a good picture, but I'm probably not going to be able to figure that out. So watch for that tonight coming up in a little over two hours, which means you might miss the last 20 minutes of the show. So bring your computer or radio outside and don't miss the last (laughs) part of our second hour. All right. Earthquakes. I, I find this fascinating. I'm not hearing anybody talk about this, but I do not remember in years uh, reading about this frequent of seismic activity. And of course, we had last year the volcanic eruption in Hawaii. But just go back like the last six or eight weeks. Just go into Google and put in earthquake or volcano. So here's what we have today. There's a small island off the coast of Australia, which is pronounced Vanuatu. Vanuatu. It is near, uh, it's sort of between the coast of Australia and the island of Fiji. All right. They had to evacuate the island today because of a volcanic eruption. Now you might say, well, you know, so what? That's... That kind of stuff happens, and you know that's a small island, um, a, a long distance from where I am. But but think about this: in Alaska, of course, they had that epic earthquake several weeks ago, but they're now having such frequent aftershocks. Now these are smaller tremors, like uh, you know, like a two point whatever on the Richter scale. So they're not big, but they're they're still you could still feel it. And apparently, there's a lot of people having psychological issues with this you know it's um it's happening so frequently they're having these these small repetitive aftershocks going on in alaska but then when you look at what's going on in california california is getting very active especially northern california uh, very active uh seismically and then we have areas where you don't really hear of this happening so uh, we had the first week of december There was um, a small earthquake, but it was felt uh, in the Atlanta, Georgia area, Um, recently in Tennessee, recently in Oklahoma, and then off the coast of Ocean City, Maryland, uh, an earthquake that was felt in Maryland that didn't cause a tidal wave, but it was felt there as well. I don't know. I'm getting this feeling that maybe something big is, is coming. Maybe there is some... I mean these things I know they they sort of are random I mean you don't expect an earthquake and then boom you have an earthquake it's you know here in Florida our big risk is a hurricane and we get to know like five six seven days out that there's a hurricane coming and we get to evacuate or board up our houses buy food all that stuff Um, you don't get that kind of warning with an earthquake however I think it's fair to say, and I'm not a scientist on this, but with all of this, it seems like there's something building up here. Especially when you see these um, earthquakes in areas we don't normally see them, like in the Midwest, which I know I've got friends in the Midwest, and they say, yeah, you know, Oklahoma, you don't really think of it, but we do have earthquakes here. But it just seems like there's just a lot of this happening. Just throw that out to you tonight to think about. Now we move into... Uh, the area where I'm going to get in trouble. And this is where you got a radio show, right? You speak your mind. Not everybody likes you, <laughs> which is why some people go over to Amazon and just uh, destroy my book reviews because they don't like it when I say something they don't agree with. But I got to I got to speak out on this because this has gotten to be just nuts. Um, all right, I'm a Christian. Our website is christianmoney.com. So who better to weigh in and talk about this topic of Christian money, which is a church in South Carolina. The pastor, his name is John Gray. Now, interestingly enough, one of my good friends, who who I I totally trust his judgment, a great Christian guy, told me that he has gone to hear John Gray speak. I've never heard him speak. I've never, I don't really... Until recently, I didn't know who he was. I'll be honest with you. A good friend of mine has gone to hear John Gray speak and said, this guy's tremendous. He's inspirational. He's biblically sound. All of that. Well, the controversy started, uh, what was it, about three or four weeks ago, he gave his wife a $200,000 Lamborghini as an anniversary present. Now, what really made that sort of, uh, explode in a bad way is that it was picked up on social media and it went viral. And when you start seeing the words pastor and $200,000 Lamborghini all in the same sentence, it sort of doesn't sound good. And, uh, he defended that he, you know, his view was, look, uh, this is my wife. I love her. It was our anniversary. Uh, <laughs> You know, you got to you got to say, man, you know what? I got to respect the guy that loves his wife so much to buy her a two hundred thousand dollar Lamborghini. However, when you're in full time ministry working in the nonprofit world, it raises a lot of questions. You know, it, it really does. And maybe the money came from outside of his church money and maybe that makes it okay. But a lot of people had a problem with it. And now, the next chapter, everybody's looking into his finances, and they just discovered another bombshell about this guy and his finances, and this you won't believe. We'll have this story for you when we come back. Hi, this is radio talk show host, Jim Paris, and if you are like me, you hate You may need this herbal tea for relief right
2: away, so write this down, drmillersclinic.com. If you take meds, then suffer stomach distress, constipation, indigestion, acid reflux, and bloating, and nothing else helps, get Dr. Miller's Holy Tea or Super Holy Tea, a cleansing, detoxifying herbal tea now available at great rates direct from Dr. Miller's office. Call or click
1: 888-660-7039 or drmillersclinic.com.
2: We're listening to Jim Paris Live.
1: And uh, I'm gonna continue on here talking about Pastor John Gray. And then we're gonna transition here into discussing what's going on with Alex Jones. And uh you're not you're not really hearing anything about this Alex Jones story, which we're gonna get into. It's on his website over at Infowars.com. About uh it says here that uh Alex Jones, Roger Stone are being targeted for arrest. Uh, this is the the uh, the headline here. I, I want to get into this here in just a moment. But let's finish up here with Pastor John Gray. So I'm going to read this to you. Uh, GreenvilleOnline.com is the website, Greenville News. And here we go. Last month, Pastor John Gray drew national attention when he presented his wife, Aventer with a lamborghini that starts at two hundred thousand dollars as an anniversary present the relentless church pastor deflected criticism in part by emphasizing that the car was not paid for with any church money at the time gray was living in a one point eight million dollar home that was bought by the church in october church leaders said the relentless owned home was needed to attract a leader of Gray's caliber. The house is, it says here, 7,247 square feet, so over 7,000 square feet, and uh, I guess is in one of the very exclusive communities there uh, in in the Greenville, South Carolina area. And um, I don't know, it's uh, raising more questions here, especially when the church says that they're defending this because in order to attract a leader of his caliber, they needed to buy this $1.8 million house for him. Now, if you've never been to South Carolina, South Carolina is uh, it's it's not a pricey area. Okay, so you might be thinking like $1.8 million in Southern California might buy you just like a normal family house. I I think, in fact, the Brady Bunch house uh, sold for that. (laughs) If I'm remembering correctly, it was almost exactly that amount. I was like uh, right under $2 million was the Brady Bunch house in Southern California uh, recently sold. Now, this is not that kind of a real estate market. Um, $1.8 million buys you a ton of house in South Carolina. Um, It's it's a pretty affordable area, kind of like where I live here in Flagler Beach, uh, Florida. It's, um, it's an area where your money really goes far. And, you know, I don't, sometimes when I talk about this kind of things, I'll, I'll get uh, like an email like, I'm judging this man. I'm not judging his soul as to whether he's going to heaven or hell. I'm not doing that at all. I'm just kind of raising the question is this appropriate within the world of a nonprofit? You know, when you're a nonprofit, you're basically enjoying special treatment under the tax code. And as a church, as a nonprofit, should you be living like this? You know, Lamborghinis, $1.8 million house, not bought with his own money. But the house, according to this story here, if it's true, the house paid for by the church, $1.8 million house. Um I've always felt like this. I my view has been if you're the pastor of a church, you probably should live a lifestyle along the lines of the people that you serve. You know, so if you live in I don't know, an upscale area like you know, maybe uh Southern California or even in some parts of Northern California you might need a $800,000 house because that's how much houses are and if other if that's sort of what everybody in your congregation is doing is living in half million dollar houses because that's the cost of housing then that's i think that's appropriate based on the circumstances but when you think about like the area where this is greenville i mean i don't know what the average house goes for in greenville i'm going to type it in here really quick and see if my internet on freezes so that I can throw it in here. But I'm just guessing that probably an average house in Greenville is, is maybe going to be, I don't know, 150 or 200 and I'm not going to be able to do it here. Oh, there we go. Don't you love that? I I click open a new tab and it doesn't open. And then finally six tabs open up. (laughs) I've got two computers sitting here. Two hard drives sharing one monitor, which is kind of cool. You can do that now. Um, I've got an old computer with a lot of stuff on it that I don't want to get rid of, and that's the computer that I'm currently using. So I'm just going to type in here Greenville, South Carolina, and I want to see what the average house is. I just throw this out to you. Agree or disagree, those of you that follow me on social media, over on Facebook, over on Twitter, I'm curious what your opinion is. Uh, Do you think it's okay for a pastor to have a church paid-for home that is uh, 1.8 million dollars, you know, especially in that kind of a market, average home price here, Greenville, South Carolina. You see, this is what show prep is for. I should have done this uh, earlier today when I was up at Starbucks uh, preparing for the show, but it, it just struck me as well. Let's see what this, you know, let's see what the average person. Uh, Okay, so I I was close here. It says the average home price, according to Zillow, is $184,000. So interesting how that works out that a $1.8 million home, the home of Pastor John Gray, paid for by the church, that is 10 times, 10 times the cost of the average home. I don't know about you, I don't think I'd be too, I don't think I'd be a cheerful giver. <laughs> Let me just put it in those terms. I don't think I'd be one of the, I'd have a big smile on my face uh, putting money into the offering plate or using the, um, the as like we have at our church, the giving station. I love that. It's like an ATM where you slide your debit card in and you give your money. It's, it's easier for me to do that. I'll be honest with you, than doing the offering thing, the, the physical cash thing. Or remembering to bring a checkbook, which we don't use checks anymore. But think about that for a minute. If your pastor had a home that was 10 times more than the average home in the area, paid for by your church, would you feel good about that? I, I, would, I would not feel good. I don't think this is, you know, the bigger question here is, what does this do for the cause of Christ? You know, is, does this sort of fulfill that stereotype of the prosperity gospel and makes you think, well, this guy that is only in this for the money and he's not really sincere and look at, you know, how can he relate with me and my problems when he's in a $1.8 million house driving Lamborghinis? I think that's all, I think that's all relevant. I think that's how, I mean, that's how I would think. You know, when my pastor speaks and he lives in just a normal house like I do, um, and it's not just this guy, you know, there's a lot of these big name Christian uh, leaders of these different organizations make big money, $500,000, million dollars salaries or more running quote unquote non-profits. I'd even kicked around the idea of writing a book called Nonprofit Millionaires and just Sort of listing out all these people that are running nonprofits, both Christian and secular, but all nonprofit nonetheless, that are, you know, making the seven figures. All right, let's talk about Alex Jones, who is on this network. I listen to his show quite a bit. I find him very entertaining, very interesting things that you'll hear on his show. You won't hear anywhere else. uh, I'll tell you that. Um, And no one's talking about this except him. And I'm. It's, I'm fascinated by what he came out with on his show here at the end of the week. If you go to InfoWars, there's a story there. It says Breaking Mueller preparing indictments of leading journalists ahead of Trump overthrow. And it says that they are targeting Alex Jones and Roger Stone for arrest in the Russian collusion witch hunt. And uh, there's a video here you can watch of him, all that he had to say. About this and uh, apparently our good friend Jerry Corsi who's been a regular and, and Roger Stone's been a regular here as well I, I like them both they're both uh, great guests apparently there's been like a falling out between Jerry Corsi and Alex Jones and Jerry Corsi and Roger Stone uh, and I don't know the whole backstory in that but Alex Jones does get into that in this video you can watch over at Infowars.com. Of course, we already know from news reports that Jerry Corsi is already dragged into the grand jury. We tried to get him on because he has a new book out sort of giving his side of the story of all this, of of, of what the Mueller allegations are against him. And his media people said uh, he can't come on because it's too late. Although he's come on with us many, many, many times... At 10 o'clock Eastern, he, maybe he's going through some things right now with all this and he can't be on the show right now because of the late time that we start our second hour. But in any case, check out InfoWars.com. Uh, something very interesting is going on. We'll have more in hour number two and our guest will be back. Hello, everybody. This is radio talk show host Jim Paris for FreeSurvivalGifts.com. If you're a survival buff like me and like to try out the latest survival gear and gadgets, then you're going to absolutely love